Transmitting high atop of Florida's peninsula at 108 feet. I am your host, Al Martinino. Today, episode 128, we are going to talk about why Rico. It's not going to be a very long episode because we have touched on the topic of Rico already. I just want to make the case why the government continues to have Rico. So we're really not going to kind of step on what we've already spoken about, history, content, who created it, and so forth, we are going to mostly concentrate on why the government continues to use it and how effective it is and uh, where I believe they should be using it in the near future. So we're not going to waste any time. We're going to jump right into the word. Continuously for you, brother whom the Lord loves. He has chosen you from the beginning to save you, to make you holy by the works of his spirit and your own belief in the truth. It was his call that you followed when we preached the gospel to you, and he has set before you the prospect of sharing the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So stand firm and hold on. Be loyal to the teachings that we passed on to you, whether by word of mouth or in writing. May the Lord Jesus Christ and God our Father, who has loved us and given us unending encouragement and unfalling hope by His grace, inspire you with courage and confidence in every good thing you say or do. Want to hear more on this subject? Well, you can on Test Everything 1521 that airs every Wednesday usually right after we load Raider Cop Podcast. And there you'll hear 15 minutes of or less of God's powerful word for your life. 
And uh, the, you know, the website, of course, is Test Everything 1521. One word, Test Everything 1521.buzzsprout.com. And if you can't find it there, radicopnation.com, go to the section that says Test Everything, and you can see our lineup of the word segments. They're less than 15 minutes, they last 90 days. And then they are automatically removed from the website. But we know that God's word is never removed from anything. We have um, the lineup for the month of March. I want to I want to discuss real quick. Uh, just prior to coming on and starting this uh, podcast, I received a phone call. We're always a phone call away from disaster so I got a phone call saying um, you gotta go to the hospital somebody's um, in intensive care blah 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 that's all I'll say for now I go okay I'll be there shortly enough and when people give you news it's usually mixed in with some type of drama or some type of soap opera presentation so the hysterics are supposed to get you emotional too but when you are grounded in the word of God you know that you are one phone call one text one email away from bad news that can bend your knees that can hurt you at the core that can bend you over with a hardened heart but when you believe in him the Lord and Savior you know that everything is rooted in his will and that should give you strength so after I'm doing what I'm doing I need to go do what I need to go do so, for some people, they might understand what I just said. As always, you can reach us at RaiderCopNation.com. That's our website. There you can communicate with us through our social networks and, of course, see the list of shows that are upcoming, shows that are um, currently there. You can hear all our shows on our website as well. And our lineup for the month of March is going to be uh, March 4th, Suicide by Cop, episode 129, happening more and more and being filmed more and more on people's cell phones so it could be the biggest hit on YouTube. And uh, t- uh, November 11th, we have the new FISA, episode 130, 130. March 18th. Homelessness New Home Insurance Plan. And that will be episode 131. I'm going to explain how homelessness has come become one of the major insurance plans of government and how they produce money. March 25th, Arming America for what? What's the purpose of arming America? And I hope to have... Kilo Sierra on. Haven't had him on, on for a while. So I'm looking forward to 
inviting him. Hopefully he can make this episode and that will be aired on March 25th and that is episode 132. You know, I'm not used to doing the three digits, you know. We're up to the three digits already. Some people have been asking about the superheroes. Superheroes going to start pouring in in March. I mean, April, sorry, right after March. And um, we're going to start off with, uh, of course, well, actually in March, because we're going to invite uh, Kilo Sierra and them. We're going to try to get the cop back on, Wonder Woman and Pistol Pete. And, of course, if you're looking to repair your gun, you're looking to upgrade your gun, you're looking to do some fabulous terrific work to your firearm to protect you and your family we recommend pistol pete the gunsmith and we have always his link on our show notes you can tap on that well i don't live in florida so i don't i I can't send them my gun wrong wrong answer you can send them your gun and pete will explain that procedure if you give him a buzz or call it might even be on his website pistol pete the gunsmith and it's as easy as just sending it in the mail specifically for guns. So that's Pistol Pete. We always recommend Pistol Pete. All right. Uh, and and uh, we spoke about, of course, uh, the Word of God and the importance of that on Test Everything 1521. We are going to be, uh, of course, you can always get from Radio Cop Nation the podcast, the news articles. And uh, we're slowly developing that not as fast as I would like to but um, in between disasters I try to do a, a little something on the news section and, um, and soon enough you will be having uh, YouTube or the YouTube channel we're going to be start doing videos that's what, I'm, what I mean and that's going to be um, Radar Cop Tube and uh, I don't have a specific date for that, but we do have a surprise. I will be having a little co-host, a little buddy co-host that will be coming on with me for those episodes. So I'm not going to tell you anything else, but be prepared for that. All right, so let's not waste any time. Let's get the clowns ready. We've got uh, not a long show, but I want to talk about why Rico episode 128 Why Rico, episode 128. And uh, back in episode 121, I believe it was, we spoke about Rico itself. And that was in Racketeers Influenced and Corruption Organization Act, Rico 121. And we explained the history and uh, the 10 year that it sat in somebody's desk in the Justice Department and wasn't used 
and then um, the initial, it was used against members of the Gambino family the first time about, uh, they were working on the docks in uh, Brooklyn, and uh, Anastasia's brother, and then there was, about back in 79, there was the re- first, oh, another Rico case, one of the first on the Hells Angels and Sonny, Sonny Barger, and uh, how that crippled government never really got in that case the home run they were looking for. And it kind of stifles and goes away in somebody's drawer for about 10 years. We explained that the reason it kind of was not being used is some attorneys didn't feel comfortable with it, didn't have enough material as far as case law on how they were going to use it. But I primarily believe they didn't use it because of two factors. Factor number one, it had some elements of unconstitutionality. And some lawyers didn't feel confident in making and putting forth all that work in a case on RICO and going towards the federal court system and then saying that, well, this is unconstitutional and so forth. And the other reason is because people were set in their ways on how they were doing indictments and, you know, getting convening grand juries, presenting uh, evidence at, you know, for a grand jury on a Friday at four o'clock in the afternoon. You know, you're pretty sure you're going to get a conviction there where the old adage is you can convict a ham sandwich. And uh, it was a foolproof system. I did a lot of legwork. You had to have evidence, time, dates, witnesses. You had to put all that together. But I think that the court system was a creature of that habit. And RICO is vague in, for lack of a better term, where you've got a decade of criminal conspiracies that happen and you're not really specific on dates, but you are getting given patterns of crimes and people that were involved. Of course, uh, two or more elements, predicate evidences of a criminal case that somebody or part of the organization grew from the possibility of that criminal act is a RICO case. And here we are today. Now, RICO has not only been used against organized crime and very effectively, it's also been used against cops. That's right. Police departments have gotten hit with RICO, of course, members of those agencies, for what they believe was racketeering and corruptional acts that they were performing while in the performance of their duties. The civil penalties involved in RICO make it very lucrative as well. A lot of governmental officials like where they can go in and kind of seize half a person's empire for some RICO statute. So it, it has that developed punch me personally, based on the limited knowledge that I have, I'm not a lawyer and I don't play one on TV, but I believe that there are elements of RICO that are kind of borderline unconstitutional. 
and uh, you know the aspect of the obtaining of evidence you know firm believer in guilty beyond a reasonable doubt and most of all rico cases are nothing but doubt but it's the political will of the court system and it goes forward so we're not here to try rico we're here to say that the government uses it because it's pretty much a f- sound product for them to case some people up. Recently, we've seen some real injustices that we should really be concerned with, swearing in at Pfizer warrants that are not actually true and falsifying documents, uh, etc. You You got the picture, and from our top law enforcement organization leading the cheer on some of this corruption, which is the FBI. And we see how important it is to have protections in the law to protect American citizens. You know, the shoe was on the other foot. Everybody wants to go to the rule book and make sure that it's adequate. It was okay when we were getting all the thugs. Nobody cared about what was happening. Yeah, okay, well, he can he got convicted. That's the end of it. But now they're they're trying to case up the president. So if they're going that far up on the food chain to case people up, me and you, we're we're dead meat. So they can case you up in a heartbeat and you are going to scream the loudest. You know, the old theory. The empty barrel always makes the most noise. You will scream and holler your constitutional rights. And sometimes these rights are bent and turned and curved in the direction that political justices would like to have them. That's what I'll say about that. So here, we've already looked at the history of RICO. We're not looking at that. What I think that RICO might be unconstitutional, certain aspects of it, is neither here nor there because it's still breathing and moving and doing its thing. But I would like to see this effective law be implemented at the highest levels of American government and society. How would I love to see RICO being applied to the criminal conspirators that have falsified warrants and affidavits, sworn under oath and lied, curved the truth, and went out to do some sinister things to include even almost a coup d'etat. Of course, all that would have to be proven, and I think it is so much poetic justice that many of these individuals, regardless of party, get cased up in the 
RICO case against him. <coughs> That's right. You really don't have to prove much. You could say, well, this has gone on. You can go up to 10 years. You can surely go three years since President-elect Trump went down the escalator, let's say. And one hoax after another. First hoax was Russia, then we had Ukraine, then we tried Russia again, but that kind of backfired recently, as you know. All the, all the Dems were getting excited, <clears throat> and it turned out that the intelligence officials might have overstated a couple of points, which is, uh, you know, par for the course in this uh, left-leaning media. But again, the hacking of information or the releasing of certain informations, we don't want to mention shift by name, but it has happened. And you've got three-star generals that almost went to prison over it for leaking out a little piece of information or lying to the FBI. Or I had a briefcase I took home that had a government seek top secret memo inside it so it would be so delightful to see these officials that have created RICO be placed a slow death in RICO maybe then the unconstitutional aspects of RICO since 1979 when it first uh, made its official on-deck appearance, of course, being enacted in 71, we can all of a sudden discuss maybe these aspects that have unconstitutional aspects to them. I'm sure that our political friends, if they were ever charged with anything that said RICO, could come up masterfully as good lawyers that they are, the lawyers that they would find holes in the RICO case. I think that RICO would be outstanding for those governmental officials that have done injustices to this country. We'll say that. We're not going to give you the whole list of bore the hell out of you. But as they start to get arrested, charged, and off they go to their RICO cases, it'll all make more sense as it goes along. RICO is affected for so many ways the government has chosen to embrace this law. It has hurt organized crime, but not to the point to extinguish it. It has hurt and crippled other organized crime aspects more than others. It has also entered, as I said, into the law enforcement field, charging police departments with RICO. I think it's only fitting that it's time now to start applying that to those people that want to do harm to our great country. Now, the last part I want to talk about RICO 
is that RICO's also been used against corporations as well. And what I don't like about RICO is when it's used. Of course, it's a prosecutor's decision on how they're going to attack the case. And it is a part, as I said, of the new court system and how they're going to deal with uh, trials and so forth. But I believe that we have the opportunity now more than ever to show the American citizens what the true teeth and gripping power that RICO has. We've been listening to this shenanigans or malarkey on the news over and over for over two, three years and listening to statements such as now we have the evidence. We've had people swearing under oath and lying. It is just pathetic what we've been witnessing. And it would be a shame if justice did not fall upon them because it would send a message, a clear message to all American citizens, regardless of race or political affiliation, you don't matter. You're not a part of the elitist club, whether their D or R is by their name. So I think it's only fitting that as they start putting the, the uh, match lit under their feet, and some of the evidence against these people are overwhelming. It's mind-boggling. And they're, they're babbling. They're babbling like freaking cackling hens trying to justify their existence because they know all caca is going to break loose. But I think it would be a good idea that the United States government look at RICO. You know, when you have people like uh, Senator Chuck Schumer... And he stands in front of the Senate and he says, you know, the intelligence agencies have, uh, what is it, uh, two ways to Sunday, whatever Cockamamie was saying was, two ways to Sunday to get you. We'll link it on the bottom if you want to see that fool. And then shortly after those comments, the Russian element breaks loose and we know it deals, today we know, it's clear as day it deals with uh, intelligence divisions that started this whole thing. So you don't think Chuck knew about it beforehand, do you? Now that would be a conspiracy, and we can't deal in conspiracies in America because it wouldn't be fair to Chuck. The last point I want to make with the, the, the RICO, it will continue to hit organized crime and other aspects. You'll see it on the news. They'll be wheeling, you know, 26 guys out with handcuffs, with nicknames and stuff like that, and they'll get screwed over and over and over with RICO. But what about the elitists? Or... As the founder of, or the creator of RICO said, RICO wasn't created for organized crime and people with vowels at the end of their name. We'll link that one down to the bottom too for you. 
or or was it? Because if it wasn't created for people with vowels at the end of their name, but that's all we see so far, maybe it was created for all the people, including the elitist. All right, some final thoughts as we break loose on this episode. It's going to be a short episode. I want to talk about a big threat against America. And I slid this in, and we are going to have a show on it, but later down the road as we get closer to the month of November. But as I do this podcast, it appears more and more that sinister, babbling Bernie is getting closer to becoming the Democratic National Party elected official to run for president of the United States. Babbling Bernie has electrified his base by moving more rhetoric up the ladder, $15 an hour, and billionaires. Remember, he took out the millionaires. It used to be millionaires and billionaires until somebody pointed out, Bernie, 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 you're, you're a millionaire. So now it's billionaires, the billionaire elite. No more millionaires, just billionaires. Alarms don't go off. People are still cheering for this madman that they think he's so cute. Look, he's old. He's so cute. This man is the most dangerous element that has ever emerged against the United States government and its people and its constitution. He's not an army. He doesn't have missiles, aircraft carriers, bullets grenades. He doesn't have any form of secret hacking and knocking people's computers down around America. He can't loot people for trillions of dollars out of accounts. But he's got rhetoric and tons of it that he didn't create kids. Guys like Lenin and Marx created it. And he's a professor of it. Since birth, taught by his parents, trickled down to his little brain, and he actually believes what he's saying. He talks proudly and profoundly about Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua. Of course, like, oh, I'm not talking about the bad things. I'm talking about good things, like, uh, you know, Fidel Castro came into power. He did uh, one of the greatest feats of uh, educating uh, the kids. Yeah, he brainwashed them all. They went into indoctrination from day one. Piñaneros, you know, the pioneers, had their little handkerchiefs around their neck, and off they went with their sayings. They later grew up to be Good communist. Bernie said on 60 Minutes, that isn't a bad thing, is it? He ain't that stupid, folks. He knows what he's saying. He knows what he's doing. So you see on the news and you see in documentaries people eating out of garbage cans in Venezuela, the poverty in Cuba, 
the crippling nature of Nicaragua. You look at it in other parts of the world, like North Korea and Vietnam and these areas that we fought, we have had soldiers die to battle against communism. And all of a sudden, our media is telling us there's a huge segment of millennials that are eagerly awaiting Bernie, Fidel, Fidel Bernie to emerge as the new president. Because words do have power, Bernie is constantly reminding all of us that everything is free. Medicare for all. Eliminate the debt on school scholarships and so forth. Free, 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 free. But anybody that has two cents of a brain knows that nothing is free. All it means is some other sucker is paying for it. But today I tell you, don't you be the sucker. You know, the, the episode I did before this one, 127, we talked about the pension blow-up, the pension plan blow-up, how 401ks and private sectors and government and public pension plans are about to collapse. The evidence is there, and it's pretty overwhelming, and the numbers are huge, scary, trillions. We're one banana peel from slipping and collapsing our entire economy and all these pension plans, affecting over 2 billion people, as we said in the last podcast. But people are listening to Mad Max Bernie ramble on and spit into microphones and get upset and indignant when he's giving uh, his debate. You know, more theatrics, sells better books, sells better tickets. This guy is one of the communists of the worst breed that there is. And I'm going to take from here to November, so you can start. If you don't like it, you can start tuning me off. And thank you for listening. We really appreciate your efforts in listening to Radar Cop Podcast, and we hope we can serve you sometime in the future. Thank you again. You can hit the door and get the hell up out of here if you're a Bernie lover and if you don't like what I'm saying. Because, see, when you brought the T-shirt, when you walk the walk, when you know exactly what those elements are because you lived the experience, not too many people can ram bullshit down your throat. Coincidentally, Bernie Sanders' initials are BS. It tells me that he has never brought the T-shirt And he's never walked the walk. He's a public information officer for communism since he was a young lad. 
admiring all these commies and the power that they had and how, like, my sight tongue killed 20, 30 million people. Or Stalin or Marx. And idolized them. And now here we are, baffled and listening to this babbling buffoon tell us that we can have Medicare for all, which is mind-boggling. The amount of money it would cost and what it would do with the system. Here are two points. I want you to think about it with an open mind if you can. If everybody has Medicare for all, nothing else is needed. If Medicaid now has waiting lists for people to see doctors, not as bad as it could be, imagine if everybody had to do it. And and the cheap rates that Medicaid pays these physicians, that would drop considerably. You're not going to have billionaire, not millionaire. Remember, we don't say millionaire anymore. Billionaire doctors won't have them anymore because everybody will be getting paid about the same. So that's one. And the other one with pay everybody's uh, college tuition and free college for everybody, well, you're killing the education system because right now, Pretty much all the way to high school, you graduate with a high school diploma, that's free, right? If we technically, I mean, we are paying taxes for it, but technically, right? So it's a public school system and it's free. You can go like a dunce from kindergarten all the way to 12, and give you a certificate and we call it a day. And you can work anywhere. You know, you can work at Burger King, McDonald's, all that stuff. $15 an hour, I heard they're paying over there. And you can uh, work for a government job with that. Pretty good. Uh, makes friends of me, you know. And you can go, you can aspire to go higher just with that little high school diploma. But now Bernie comes and says, uh, you know, college for everybody. And now we're raising the envelope. Forget 12th grade. We're going to go all the way to college. We're going to give you a degree, maybe an AA or BS. ABS, you know, Bernie Sanders, or bullshit. Both the same thing. And we're going to make that the new high school standard. Because everybody's going to go to school. It's going to be free. What the hell? Why don't we just give everybody an A and pass them all? Forget aptitude, skill, knowledge, ability, that you can actually pass all these academic classes and achieve and be a knowledgeable part of society. Nah, 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 that's too boring. Everybody gets an A in the class. And we hand them out like candy. Right? Like Bernie says. So we've, we're killing the educational system in this country, which is so bad, and I'll end with this, that over 30% the polls are Young millennials, I didn't know there were old millennials, but I hear the media say that all the time. Young millennials are supporting Bernie Deranged Sanders and his socialist 
slash undercover communist manifesto. Somebody asked me, what's the difference between socialism and communism? The difference is socialist doesn't have a gun. Communists do. It's an upgrade. But now we look and we see Bernie baffling his way all the way to the top. Joe Biden babbling to himself, wearing an adult diaper. I don't know what the other one's name is, the lady. You know, she looks like she does rumbles at the local community center. Okay, uh, we got the mayor. The mayor had a fleet for his life the other day. He went to some event about $15 an hour. And they jumped on him in the crowd. You can't be our president or something. He had to flee out of there. As the day before that, turned out some little kid, eight years old, in an auditorium or something, and it's okay to be gay. Are we serious? Are we freaking serious? Okay, now if you're if if you're gonna hate me for that one, well, join the look. Thank you for listening to Raider Pod. Raider, I forgot my own name. Look at this Raider Cop Podcast. It's been a pleasure having you as part of the nation, and we hope that you um, the future looks bright and shiny. Thanks for coming. If we can ever be of service, let us know. Bye. And they're gone too. What the hell? I don't care what you do in your bedroom. It doesn't bother me. But you got the guy running for president of the United States and we're turning out an eight-year-old kid? This is okay with everybody? That's how that's how freaking degenerate we're getting? Forget the eight. Let's get the four-year-old. Look. That's how bad it is? Not that. <clears throat> And then you and you got uh, Pocahontas, the stormtrooper, up there ballasting away and, and beating everybody down to a bloody pulp. And don't forget Minnie, Mike. He's there. He's there to save whatever freaking is left of the Democratic Party because Crazy Joe screwed that crap up. They had to send in Minnie, Mike. These are the Marvel comments of the Democratic Party. So, I'll wrap it up with this. If you are a Democrat today, I am here to tell you that your party has turned a new leaf. It is a new socialist slash communist party. You are being pushed out every day further and further from center. You are now far, far outreaching left never to see the center again. Where you are now, imagine if you will, is like a twilight zone where you can live fantasies that Bernie expresses every day. Medicare for all, $15 an hour, billionaires, college for everyone, it is a fantastic fantasy that you, my friend, that were in the Democratic Party and don't know what to do next, will never see it ever again. It's glory. The Democratic Party has shot itself in 
not only the foot, but the mouth, often mouth disease. And they have committed suicide. They have allowed the commie to take over. And he is frisky. He's not putting up with it. No, not this time. Bring it, Hillary. Let's go. Bring it. He's out for some blood because they picked his pocket last time. He's not doing it this time. Now, we all know come November, they're going to swipe the floor with Bernie. But if you're listening and you're against Bernie and you really believe and love this country and you don't want it to see go the other way, then you need to vote. Because we don't only need to win the upcoming election, we need to prove that Americans don't want socialism, don't want communism. We need to prove what our forefathers put on that Constitution. Now, I know the haters are there. Haters will always hate. They'll continue to hate. They go to sleep hating. They wake up hating. They hate themselves. They hate their neighbors. They hate everything. So we're not we're talking about them. Don't, don't pay attention to them either. If you love this country, you need to vote because time is getting scarce. You know, my good, trusted friend that passed away, Jake, used to say, and I'll close with this one, my friend, even a blind squirrel gets a nut. It has been my honor and my pleasure to be your host on Raider Cop Podcast. As always, continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, the agencies that serve you, And most importantly, continue to pray for a free United States of America. This is Al Martinino. Till we meet again.
Four three two three, chest side thirteen twenty two. 